0: Insanely, ha- oh fuck! You I messed it. it up. I did it wrong. <laughs> okay, well, for real this time. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm
1: Cassie, and I'm Mackenzie. Welcome, Mackenzie. Hello. Hi. For everyone who's been listening along, this is my friend Mackenzie, who introduced me to Ghost Adventures. Yeah, way back in the day. Way back in the day.
0: Mackenzie is the sire to our Ghostbusters vampire relationship. I don't know. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I lost her. No, that's track of true.
1: That. <laughs> Mackenzie is also my, my wife, if you didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We are undergraduate wives.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We, we definitely had a marriage on Facebook for a while there.
1: We did. Yes. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, now you're consecrating that marriage in the most holy and matrimonial way by joining us on a podcast, <laughs> which is kind of like being married. It has come full circle.
1: Oh, and uh, for those of you who don't remember, Mackenzie is a paleontologist and she is working on her PhD at the University of Berkeley. You we we can cut that out if you want, if you want your... <laughs> If you want your identity hidden... No, you don't have to hide my identity.
3: I, okay. I'm sure any of, if, if any of my students are listening to this podcast, I'm sure they'll get a kick out of
1: it. Okay. Uh, and would you like to explain to Max what it is you do? Yeah. So,
3: um... I am primarily working on birds. Uh, I have mostly done fossil birds, but at the moment I'm working on a lot of modern birds and looking at um, mostly raptors. So cool!
0: Wow!
3: Yeah, with a with a with a focus on vultures. So I'm looking at the the things that eat, eat dead things. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Vultures are pretty neat.
3: Yeah, they're really cool birds. I don't think they get enough credit. And I'm, right now I'm CT scanning a whole lot of skulls, so that's that's mostly what I've been doing with my time. Oh, awesome.
1: Cool.
0: Well, you've also been spending at least some time watching Ghost Adventures with us.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, what was your impression? If well, you could sum it up in one well, sentence. Well, hold on. I,
0: I'd like to know oh, more about your history with Ghost Adventures, Mackenzie. Oh,
2: that's a
1: good question. <laughs> Yeah, so Ghost
3: Adventures is actually something that I was watching with my parents when I was in high school. We loved that show because we thought it was absolutely ridiculous, and we just we would watch it like pretty regularly when it was actually on TV. So we weren't watching reruns; we were watching new episodes when they would come out. Oh, damn!
0: Nice
3: that. So, so it was during that time period when Cassie came over to my parents' house. One, I remember like, Christ, I think it was Christmas break and yeah. I was like Cassie you love paranormal stuff like you should really watch this show with me and so we watched some episodes and, and then we just kept watching it and
1: you changed my life forever I, apparently I did yeah
0: <laughs> well we're so glad that this happened this mm-hmm. way uh because you you're know-
1: basically the reason why this show even exists Mackenzie <laughs> <laughs> if you think about
3: it Hey, that's great. I'm I'm happy that a that a podcast came out of it. Yeah, <laughs> something something good had to come out of
0: that show, right? Yes. Uh, hopefully, we are the best thing to come out of Ghost Adventures. That's what I truly believe. <laughs> and I think uh, this
3: episode proves that it's not Zach.
0: <laughs> no God, <laughs> right. no God, God, no. Uh, right up at the top, I just want to get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. There's a content warning for this episode. Uh, w- We are not going to go into any details, but this episode of Ghost Adventures deals pretty frankly with the sex abuse, uh, with with the sex crimes committed by Catholic priests, uh, uh, it, it it's something that Zach talks openly about. It's something that's mentioned and brought up as a possible source of hauntings, which is not great. And also, there are some like live, like actual news reports that are like sort of republished in this episode of Ghost Adventures, uh, as well right at the as top. some
1: recreations that aren't detailed, but
0: but still could be like
1: still upsetting.
0: If that's something that you have in your history and you have trouble with this kind of subject matter, then skip this one. Because yeah. also, it's kind of a lame ass episode of Ghost Adventures, if I may say.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and we won't be, of course, uh, fo- like focusing our humor on that horrible, those horrible details. Um, it'll mostly be focused on the
0: boys and, and Zach and their f- fucking fraud ass priests that they bring in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, serious, serious Backstory, but we're gonna try to not. Although we're acknowledging it and it is horrible, we're not gonna focus heavily on it just because uh, that's not the purpose of this show, and we'd yeah. rather not be focusing on it because it's upsetting. Yeah, um,
3: yeah, and then and then they also had to throw in the whole like, oh, and there were also dog fights being given in the basement yeah. of this place. So that was that was an additional, just kind of like unfortunate thing.
0: Yeah, another one of those things that they just sort of throw in there with no justification or proof for anything. Really, could just be a rumor. Yeah, we have no idea.
1: Let's make it sound more horrible, <laughs> right? The the abo- abuse case, uh, or well, cases, but in this case, a a case did actually happen, and
0: there, I mean, there's, there's a confession and all of that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm.
1: um, the dog fighting, we don't get any actual proof, but I mean, that shit happens, and it's unfortunate. But anyway,
0: so we're in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. At the Sedamsville Rectory, and I learned two things. One, that a rectory is where the priest lives, Mm -hmm. and two, I would have definitely pronounced this Sedamsville just looking at it. Not Sedamsville.
1: Sedamsville?
0: Sedamsville. Okay.
3: It doesn't surprise me that it's pronounced that way.
1: Well, it also kind of looks like Sedamsville, like Saddam Hussein. Oh, Saddam Hussein. It could probably be pronounced in many different ways.
0: Uh, we are notably fifteen minutes from Bobby Mackey's music world in this episode.
1: Yeah. um okay. so the backstory. So there's this church was it it was a Catholic church. There's
0: Our Lady of Perpetual Help, which which I thought was really funny.
1: I've never heard that before. I've always <laughs> yeah. heard perpetual
0: hope. Well, there's different ones. They're all different. Our Lady okay. of Perpetual, whatever. Our Lady yeah. of Perpetual Prudence.
1: And then the the site that they were investigating was specifically the rectory right next to it, where priests who worked at the church lived, and that, which
0: has been bought by two people. I can only assume for the purpose of flipping it because they already have a house and they don't plan yeah. on moving out of their house. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and 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 I mean, they've it appears that they've already dealt with so much crap that they must be looking. To flip it
0: Yeah Yeah Um, They sound
1: invested They definitely sound invested I don't think they would want To live there
0: (laughs) No Definitely not not after today No
1: Not at this point Um, I I would say After watching this Like I, I mean I'm agnostic But like If there are dark energies at all like I would definitely I I definitely feel like this place at least has very bad vibes.
0: If I believed in Christianity like if I was like a real a real true believer this experience that these people had would have probably given me more faith and like made me really believe it Uh you know what I mean like if I was not already a person who doesn't believe in like supernatural things generally Uh this would probably make me feel like oh shit there definitely definitely is something out there
1: yeah. Well, and I, I feel like they've definitely experienced stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not it is supernatural, you know, who knows. But I mean, obviously, they're not okay.
0: Yeah, there's some There's some stuff going on with these folks. Um, I kind of wonder if there isn't any kind of like pre-existing conditions here. Um, like maybe, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't diagnose these people. I, I don't have f- fucking training. And also, I've only watched them on a TV show. But like... That, clearly, what's going on is affecting them. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they they called the Ghost Adventures crew here, which is not always the case. Yeah, that's what Zach says. Also,
1: I think they made a mistake. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they made a big fucking mistake. I mean, I I feel
1: really bad for them because if you're experiencing horrible things, uh, which might be the result of ghosts or demons or whatever, I think the last thing you would ever want to do is call the Ghost Adventures crew.
0: That's the wrong move. You made it worse for yourself.
1: I mean, Mackenzie, you said it yourself. They made the situation worse at the end. They made the situation so much
3: worse. I mean, talk about, like, you already feel uncomfortable in a place and then, like, Oh, so now we're going to bring in an exorcist because we really think you need it. Good going, Zach. Very
1: appreciated. Well, but also doing that before the investigation versus after they fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. Like, again, repeating pattern. They always leave the place in worse shape than it was. And these poor people. So when when Zach's talking about all the stuff that's been going on with these people, there's just a, a really funny segment where he does that thing where he talks Like this,
0: and he's clapping with his hands. Yeah, yeah. talks.
3: So I have I have a term for that. It's called Shatnering. Oh Oh, yes, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, such Shatner esque speech. Yes, like he just has this like very, very like distinct. Speech pattern and and it just made me think of Star Trek. It really did. Yes,
1: but he's talking about how these these spirits will not let them be at peace. No, he does <laughs> the last
0: two really quick. At peace. Uh, at peace. <laughs>
1: This 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 rectory is in Cincinnati and it was built in the 1800s, late 1800s, and um and now Tim and Terry own the building.
0: Tim and Terry.
1: Um, these poor people. Uh, I feel so bad for them. Uh, especially like in the beginning, I especially felt bad for the woman because she just seemed like she was at her wits end.
0: They do. They toe this really weird line with Tim and Terry, where Zach keeps telling them that. You have to fight it. You have to show it that you're stronger than it is. You have to fight it and fight it. And it's a big fight. And that you have to fight it. And yes. you can't run away from it. And well, then
1: it's like he you says. You get it, Zach. You're strong, but okay? But then he also fucking the says.
0: He also says after that. But you're probably going to have to run away if it keeps happening.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, he what's very the fucking
3: deal? He very specifically says at one point, you can't use your body to fight this.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And he's, like, talking about his own body.
3: Yeah, like literally like his body. Yeah. Because Zack of the big guns
1: cannot fight this. He he tried to. He tried to use his muscles. And also kind of, that's kind of just a condescending remark from Zack. Like they haven't already tried their hardest.
0: And he also does the, I mean, he, he does it. He's saying all of this shit that if it were written down would sound sincere and helpful. But the way he is saying it is so browbeating and so like... Condescendingly, I don't know. I feel like his tone—he's going for a tone of being like a serious man who should be understood—and he ends up being like, like finger wagging, yeah, in a way that is really shitty and stupid. And
1: you can tell that—I don't know if you guys noticed—but like during the episode, there's a moment where you can tell that Terry's kind of done with his shit.
0: Yeah. Like
1: there was, there was a moment where she was, she was like almost snapping at him and you, and you didn't really see what happened before that much, but you could tell that he did some, you know, one too many something or others that just, everything, fucking
0: everything. This guy is just irritating.
3: Yeah. He's an irritating person. Well, I think that, I think that came up too during the exorcism, like during the exorcism. She was just saying, is is, is this, is this going to follow me home? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then yeah. he gives this very noncommittal, like, I can't answer that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, fucking dipshit. Why? <laughs> what are you here for? Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm sure she started to sense the fact that they made the wrong decision to bring them here.
0: <laughs> yeah. We made a huge mistake. Uh, so Terry's dad is one of the canaries in the coal mine as far as the hauntings here go. I know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Terry's father is brought into this episode and is made to suffer through Zach Bacon's interrogation. Apparently at one point, Terry's father, because he doesn't believe in ghosts and he always wanted to spend time in a haunted place, comes down and he spends a half hour alone in the basement. Nothing happens. Except that on his way out, he gets an itchy back and then he reveals big scratches on it that if we're being real, he probably made those scratching on his back because it got itchy, right? Well,
1: it depends on how flexible he is at his age, though. He is yeah. an older man. We didn't actually really have good scaling for the photo that we saw. Like, I didn't really know exactly what part of his back we were looking at. Yeah, Did I think guys it was have? pretty
3: shoulder. I think it was pretty okay. much his shoulder, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, It looked like somebody had taken a broom and rubbed against his back. Like, they yeah. were kind of circular scratches and very thin.
0: And there were quite a few.
1: I loved the fact that When they bring the
3: priest in, the whole like, oh yeah, there's three scratches here. And there's very clearly...
1: There's like, like six. Five or six scratches there. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Um, they,
0: um, they have all of these photos of people being scratched, by the way, and there's this weird effect they're doing. I can't tell whether it's CG or whether they actually set this up in a studio somewhere where they have all of the photos like on a line as though they're drying in a dark room. Mm-hmm, and it's just yeah. people's, it's just red flesh that's been scratched. So it's just like this weird wall of pain photos. And only one of just, them is relevant.
1: Yes. Ooh, and remember that... The pieces of goop that fell? The red... Yeah. What were they? Fucking footage of oh. goop
0: falling into a sink?
1: What was that? Red goop supposed to be like... <laughs> mutilated something i don't even know but that was just for effect it wasn't like actual footage of anything so we hear stories from terry and tim apparently terry got shoved at the top of some stairs at one point and then she apparently sat down and just cried because she had just had it mm-hmm.
0: zach frames this as a victory for the ghosts and kind of negs her in a way yeah, about yeah it.
1: it's just really inappropriate like this woman's not okay stop basically saying that she hasn't done enough or she she hasn't done a good enough job
0: the way he talks to and about these people really does not make it seem like he actually cares like he just wants to be the hero he doesn't care yeah. about them he just cares about being the hero at the end of this
1: we hear uh, okay so Zach's recommendation because he's very disturbed about this uh, and is convinced that it's demons and they're pretty much convinced that it's demons is to have an exorcism um, of course. While they're spe- speaking of, you know, everything that's been going on, there is just this really weird, awkward segment that didn't really make any sense. <laughs> it came from Tim. Oh, yeah.
0: So, Tim, Tim, this is so wild. They're talking oh, right. about needing an exorcism. They're talking about why the rectory is haunted. And Tim tries to do the Jurassic Park thing. <laughs> yeah. Where, where Laura Dern is like, man inherits... Earth, God kills dinosaurs. Lady, women. Do you remember how it went, Mackenzie?
3: I I think it was something along the lines of like God makes Earth. God makes man. Man inherits Earth. Dinosaur make man. Man makes dinosaur. Dinosaurs kill man. Woman inherits Earth. Okay. And then
1: (laughs) he's definitely trying to do that. Yeah, he said something like: Man builds church. Man builds rectory. God comes into rectory. Man leaves rectory.
0: Where does God go? Where God go.
1: But where does, how does that make any sense? And how is that related to what we're talking about?
0: Man build church yeah. where God go.
1: Because yeah. God comes into record, rectory, man leaves... Like, where's the whole part about the things that went on and like i don't understand how this fits into the story yeah (laughs) it was just very weird nod but i guess it sounded cool so they left it in right
0: after this is where we learn about the alleged dog fighting that is never proven
1: i think the only reason
3: they bring that up is so that they can show clips of like angry dogs yeah for their for their like in-between footage that they love to do so much
1: yeah i'm i'm kind of surprised that they didn't uh, focus on the dog stuff more because Zach Baggins apparently is dogs. really into dogs. Like, he loves them, but whatever. Um,
0: we also meet Mary and Patrick, who are also ghost hunters, and they share some stories of their last investigation here where a ghost was very rude to Mary.
1: Yeah, very called rude. Called her a
0: lot of very shitty names mm-hmm. uh, through the PX, the spirit speak and spell. Mm-hmm. And then Patrick, uh, okay, I'm going to give you what he tells us happen and then I'm going to tell you what probably actually happened. He says that he went to investigate something in the basement and then lost time and was like in a trance and they couldn't wake him up and like Mary was talking to him but he didn't realize Patrick I think you might have had a seizure bud. Ooh. Mm. I think you might have had a small seizure, my friend, because they're not all flopping around on the ground and, you know, biting your tongue and shit like yeah. they can be very small to where you just sort of zone out for a little bit and totally lose. He says he lost time and that's like mm-hmm. a pretty common symptom. Yeah. yeah. So like this could be this is another one of those instances of people probably not getting the medical help they should be getting because they think ghosts are happening around.
1: Yeah, them. I mean, our cat has a seizure disorder, but she doesn't seize. She just has feelings of pain. On her back, and we have to give her medication for it. And she's fine with the medication. She's
0: sleeping like a fucking angel over there.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) there's all sorts of types of seizure disorders. Yeah, I I know
3: people personally who have issues like... And and it's not... They don't have, like, full-on body convulsions. It is literally just... You just kind of blank out for a period
1: of time. Your brain stops working... Like it usually does for a little bit,
0: and that's usually bad because you know your brain is pretty important for your body. Yeah,
1: you gotta you gotta uh, take care of yourself if if you're experiencing anything like that.
0: Health tip: If you experience symptoms that might be ghosts, go to a doctor anyway.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's good advice. Just rule it, it out. Tip.
0: Just just rule it out.
1: <laughs> then you can Us. talk about the ghosts.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys remember how I said that uh, Bobby Mackey's is close? Yes.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: they they couldn't pass up an opportunity because they're talking about possession. They're talking about demons. That reminds Zach that Bobby Mackey's, where he apparently got possessed and has, later on in this episode we learn, he has only recently gotten over the possession that happened to him mm-hmm. at Bobby Mackey's, which from mm. the point of view of this episode is like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, so apparently the, one of the gentlemen they spoke with at, at the Bobby Mackey's episode has just died. Yeah. And they're going to go to his memorial service, which is being held in a gift shop, which is crass and depressing. Uh, uh yeah. And then yeah. we, we go there and Nick Puts the brakes on it. Not that I blame him, but Nick puts the brakes on it and says, "I made a promise to my wife that I'm never going back to buy." Well, mattress. no.
1: First he says, "I made a promise," and Zach's like pressing him about it. Yeah, and he's like, "I made a promise to my wife." It's just like Zach does not know when to back down. Can you be
0: respectful? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like respect, consent. We've had yeah. this discussion before. Zach does not understand consent. It
0: sounds like yeah. we're having a fucking PTA conversation <laughs> right now. We're like, this is the parent teacher conference. <laughs> we're telling Mr. And Mrs. Bagans, your son has an issue playing well with the other kids.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So they just chill outside, uh, except they send Billy in. Yeah. Of what the they fuck? Do. Why, this is a, like, this happens again later on in this episode and it's, it's the same shit of where Zach puts the mask on and doesn't let anybody else have a mask. Yeah. he always covers his own ass in a, like a super transparent way while endangering other people.
1: Yep. Oh, and he makes he's like super obvious uh, about Aaron not going in. Like
0: he's like Aaron, I don't want you going in. I don't there. trust
1: you after how you acted the last time. Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely made a lot of callbacks
3: to that episode where the the whole like Zach gets to like possessed by a demon
1: thing happens. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just couldn't help but think, like, okay, they know about the place that they're gonna be investigating. They're dealing with demons and and Zack wants to go visit a place where demons have followed them home before they do this investigation and make these lives these people's lives more miserable.
0: This is like starting to paint a more complete picture for me because in Current, modern episodes of Ghost Adventures, they're extremely cautious about demons in possession. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And they're
0: not, like, they are so cavalier in this episode. And I have to wonder if this is, if we're getting towards that transition point mm-hmm. where Zach kind of stopped, kind of decided he didn't want to fuck around with this stuff anymore.
1: Because it was affecting him. Yeah. Well... But at the same time,
3: he has an active show right now that is called Demon House. Oh, the movie? Yeah. He has another thing that he did specifically about demons. I actually think that demons are Zach's favorite subject. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, there is also vampires. Demons and and vampires. And then also sex ghosts. Sex ghosts. (laughs) I forgot. He does have an obsession with that, doesn't he? He has a fetish.
0: So he his, wants
3: to be I mean He wants to be The character in Ghostbusters That he, yeah. oh
1: my gets God. the ghost
3: dad. Yeah. He does He wants to be that
1: Yeah It's his dream I mean we're not against fe- We're not anti-fetish
0: Hey yeah That's fine we You can roleplay whatever you want Whatever
1: floats your boat It's just it, When it's Zach Bagans Looking to get Get, get blown by a ghost <laughs> Like That's pretty funny Especially when he's so obvious about it and also obvious and very vocal about his unsuccessful relationship Human love life. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's so funny to me that he never comes out and says it either. He never comes out and says, it's my dream to have sex with a ghost. He just makes it very obvious. Mm
2: -hmm. And like Mm -hmm.
0: everything else about him, he says. Like he does not leave... This man does not leave anything of his personality to be discovered later. He mm-hmm. will tell you everything about who he. I feel like if I had, if I did not watch Ghost Adventures, I could have a fifteen minute conversation with Zach Bagans, and he would tell me everything. Mm-hmm.
1: And we're not, yeah. we're not anti uh, single life at all, dude. Like know yourself. That's it, great. It's just funny that he's so like, he, like there are so many problems with like he is such a problematic person, especially towards women. Well, and everybody else who's not a white man. And he complains about not having healthy relationships. Yeah. Well, <laughs> He also tends to have problems when he goes to rural areas where he's,
3: like, talking to people. He, he kind of talks down to people a lot.
1: Yeah. He also likes to take on their accents. Oh, yeah. Did you know he just made a country album? What? Yes. It's coming out soon.
3: Is it with the rest of the, like ghost adventures guys oh
1: my god that would be amazing but i'm not i don't think so but it's a nice addition to his necrofusion album
0: have y'all seen that tumblr post that says that cowboys are witches and horses are their familiars no what i gotta pull it up hold on one second
1: excuse me (laughs) what is that bullshit
0: Guns are their wands and they only know one spell. And then the uh, Tumblr user Omnibus has posted, Rootin' Tootin', Toilin' Shootin', Fire Burnin' and Cowboy Bootin'. Ugh. Eye of Newton, <laughs> Spicy Beans, Toe of Frog and Denim Jeans. No. Whiskey oh. Grits and Demon Spittle tossed into my Iron Griddle. With the tannin' oh. of our hides, something wicked this way rides. Shut the fuck
1: up! <laughs> Go drown yourself in a lake. Oh my God.
0: thought We'd have such a harsh reaction from cowboy witches.
3: Wow, that's great. I, I love, love it. the
0: idea of goth cowboys. I'm just saying. Oh, I
1: love it.
0: Howdy, y'all. Okay, sorry I brought the whole fucking energy down. Sorry, we we're
1: I'm talking not about into Bobby the Mackies. cowboy cowgirl lifestyle. No offense to any of our fans who are, but.
0: Mm-mm. Tell us in the comments whether you're uh, give us give us a yeehaw if you're down with the cowboy lifestyle. Uh, Anybody ever talk about how uh, horse no. and hearse are very similar phonetically?
1: Oh, Jesus, I am into Southern Goth genre music. What the fuck? <laughs> That's different than country, though. Very different.
0: All right, all right. Okay. Uh, well, basically nothing fucking happens in Bobby Mackey's. There's, like, yeah, no, no significance to they this They have trip.
3: this really dramatic, like, double, double camera thing going on where they're sitting in the car talking about how awful that last experience was. And I'm never going back in there. I don't even want to be on the same side of the street as that place.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're just seeing, like, well, you don't even get audio. It's just video of yep. Zach wanted. The gift shop. It's just video of the gift shop. So that Billy can videotape the memorial. Like, what? What? Okay. Oh, oh, wait. No, there was an EVP.
0: Yeah, there was an EVP supposedly of uh, Carl. But
1: it wasn't when Billy was in there. It no. was like no. something that one of the shopkeepers recorded a while back. And it's very clear, and it does kind of sound like him.
0: Suspiciously clear, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and so after this, they decide to shift focus back onto the exorcism.
1: Bring the demons back from Bobby Mackey's to this Bring already sh- demon infested house.
0: Just have a big demon party. Yeah. in this in these two people's home.
1: It's like when you you take a walk in the park, and you step in dog shit, and then you you come back to your home and you walk inside you your step home. step in and- dog
0: shit inside yeah. your home. <laughs> Then you yell at your friend to scrape the dog shit off your shoe because you've been possessed before and you don't want it to happen again. So they go talk to a a priest and I thought, we all thought that it was going to be Bishop James Long because they're in Cincinnati, Ohio. Bishop Mm -hmm. James Long practices in Louisville, Kentucky. By the way, Mackenzie. Yeah. Did you know that Mackenzie?
3: I didn't know. He was in Louisville.
0: He is in Louisville and there is an old Catholic church in Louisville. So that is his, his home base.
1: That's, that's, he, he sells items online. If you go to Bishop James Long's website, you can buy packages of, like, exorcism material, including oh, bottled holy water. <laughs> oh, goodness. goodness! Yeah.
3: So I have a little bit of experience just having been in a Catholic school for... Oh, yeah. Since... From kindergarten all the way up to eighth grade, oh, I God. was in a Catholic school. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I kind of have some firsthand experience with the craziness that can go along with that. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a comedian I saw one time, and I don't remember who this person was, but they had a joke where they said, I went to Catholic school for 12 years. And people always say, well, why aren't you Catholic? And I tell them, because I went to Catholic school for 12 years.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually had a lot of people when I first came to college, I would tell them that I had been in Catholic school for a certain amount of time, and they'd be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's almost always the response. Or, or, oh yeah, I did that too. Wasn't it awful? Like, that is usually the response to, I've been in, I was in Catholic school for a certain amount of time, and you usually end up commiserating.
0: Well, Father Jack Ashcraft is a Byzantine Catholic.
1: Wait, 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 you mean father ass crack
0: father J- jerk ass crack is a Byzantine <laughs> Catholic. Uh, the word Byzantine could refer either to the Byzantian empire. Uh, it was a very early Greek, um, Greek people, or it could also, it's a word that also just means too complicated to understand <laughs> if you didn't already know. Really? Yes. That, okay. that is, that is what the word means in common usage. If you're not an anthropologist, Oh, wow. Huh. Uh, so, the Byzantine Catholic Church, is it's Greek. That's what we were able to find Greek out. Greek Orthodox, but not Greek Orthodox. It's like Greek Orthodox. I imagine it is to the Greek Orthodox what the United States Old Catholic Church is to the Catholic Church.
1: Ah, uh, yes. I would uh, imagine,
0: It's like just a weird offshoot that doesn't recognize the authority of the Pope. Which is
1: fine.
0: Which is fine, I guess, but they have like a whole weird... Like super traditionalist yeah. like
1: and especially this guy is apparently anti-modernist um Blech. which means anti-progress really well, yeah he,
0: to get a to give you the picture another uh, one of his um one of his contemporaries in the anti-modernist anti-globalist uh christian theology world is a fellow by the name of jordan peterson uh-huh. so these two guys are contemporaries within the same field and that's uh, enough of a condemnation for me.
1: Who's Jordan Peterson? Oh, we'll talk. Okay.
0: He's just a big dipshit asshole who thinks that, you know, women having rights is ruining oh. Western society and, oh. you know, young boys need to clean their rooms and learn how to act right and shit like that. Cool. And people praise him. sounds like him. lots of fun. He's a big shithead. And if anybody starts talking to you about him, just get out of there. Okay. I'm giving you permission to just leave that situation.
3: Yeah. he. So on his own... Um, his WordPress website, he has been called the Malachi Martin of the 21st century. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) Who's Malachi Martin? I want to know now. I want to know who Malachi Martin is. Let's look this up. Maybe that will give us some insight as to (laughs) who, who this person is.
0: Learn something about the shifting mass of shadows that is Father Jack Ashcroft.
3: Well, seeing as the first... The first video that pops up uh, when I type in Malachi Martin is, Malachi Martin, can we trust him? (laughs) (laughs) Great. Okay, so I have a Wikipedia.
0: (laughs) Can we just say here that originally writing... Oh, no, sorry. Never mind.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, So, uh, he was an Irish Catholic priest and writer on the Catholic Church. Originally ordained as a Jesuit priest, he became professor of paleography. Sorry, what? Paleography? Wait, pale... Paleography. What is that? Do you know what that is, Mackenzie? Ah, uh, I think it
3: has to do with. I mean, it sounds like it's the study of old documents.
1: Yes, I think, yeah. It says the study of ancient and historical writing. Okay, yeah. So he did that at the Vatican's... Well, that
0: makes sense. Yeah,
1: that Vatican's Pontifical Biblical Institute. And y'all know, hopefully, that, like, you know, as many problems as the Catholic Church has had, there's been a lot of scientific and... Yeah, a lot of scientific research. I
0: mean, the Vatican has one of the most well-funded research institutes on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, there are extru- there's a lot. there's actually a really... Correct me if I'm wrong here. There's like a really powerful observatory there, where a lot of astronomical research is done.
1: Uh, I believe so. I'm not positive. At least some. Um, there, there've probably been quite a number.
0: Anyway, this is the guy that everybody compares Jack Ashcraft to. Um, Jack, he grubs me the wrong oh, way. Oh,
1: wait, hold on, hold on. Dissolution by Vatican II? He asked to be released from certain aspects of his Jesuit vows in 1964 and moved to New York City, where he later became an American citizen. This is
0: Malachi Martin we're talking about.
1: Yes. Uh, his 17 novels and nonfiction books were frequently critically critical of the Vatican hierarchy, whom he believed had failed to act on the third prophecy revealed by the Virgin Mary at Fatima. Okay. Okay, um, Wikipedia
0: okay. just talking to me like I know what that is. Among the,
1: his most significant works were the scribal character of the Dead Sea Scrolls and Hostage to the Devil... <laughs> Which wow. dealt with Satanism, demonic position, and exorcism. The final conclave was a warning against Soviet spies oh, in the Vatican. No, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so wow. This, this does
3: sound like it goes along with our thought that maybe Ooh. Jack is, uh, like, not exactly down with the Vatican
1: Yes. Uh, I also would like to note uh, that this this person who crack is being compared to... Malachi Martin. <laughs> uh, had several, three allegations made against him in having affairs with women. Oh, my God. And that fits in well with our theme for the day. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised. You told us that in... Uh, What was the show that you watched with, is it like, what was the demon show you mentioned that uh, Ass Crack is in, where he's creepy with the women?
3: Oh, what was it called? It was, it was on the animal planet? Yeah, De- Demon Exorcist.
1: Ah, yes.
0: That that great Animal Planet show, Demon Exorcist, that we yeah, all have you know. close to our hearts. What
1: the fuck is that? And why is it on Animal, Animal Planet? Animal Planet?
0: What the fuck?
1: I mean, we don't watch TV anymore. Yeah, why is it on Animal Planet? We know all these like what used to be scientific like or documentary type channels have gone to shit. But what the fuck? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, we all know that, like, the Discovery Channel and the Science Channel are now just, like, alien conspiracy.
0: (laughs) The Discovery Channel and the Science Channel are now the Dunning-Kruger Channel. Yeah. So that's Sadly. Jack Ashcraft. That's jerk ass crack. They bring they meet him before the lockdown to bring him over to the rectory. And by the way, if you're thinking, boy, it sound we sure have gone a while without starting a lockdown. I was thinking that too. This lockdown <laughs> doesn't start in this episode until 38 fucking minutes into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's literally less than 10 minutes of lockdown in this show.
3: They spent a long time on that exorcism. Yes. They
1: did. The exorcism um,
0: is like the middle ten minutes, the middle, like fifteen minutes of this show, and it goes on for a while.
1: And again, I'm just thinking, why are they doing this before they fuck up everything?
0: Yeah, why do why are we exorcising the ghosts before we lock ourselves in with the ghosts?
1: And it's really like, you know, you think of, like, The Exorcist, where, like, exorcisms are, like, these crazy-ass experiences. It was very kind of, like...
0: And really, really, it's just a mumbly priest walking around saying some Jesus things, squirting
1: holy water and,
0: yeah. in yeah.
1: cross shapes. He's talking about how they need to wear crosses with, with Jesus the on Jesus. them. Otherwise, you're just wearing the sign of a, a execution. Well, isn't it still an execution? Like if Jesus is on it?
3: Yeah. If if it's just the cross, then it's a tort, just a to- symbol of torture. But if the the body of Christ is on it, then then it's okay. <laughs>
0: Now, I also bet you that Jack Ashcraft has some really good ones that are great for warding demons for sale somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And oh, I have yes. a feeling
0: that this is why. So So we do this exorcism, and <clears throat> they're just walking around doing stuff. Zach describes something that happens as a series of weird events. And I'll tell you what the series of weird events is. Somebody makes a footstep noise and doesn't own up to it. <laughs> and then three people claim to see a shadow figure that they don't catch on camera. That's the series of weird events. And it's after this that Jack Ashcraft starts talking about how you need to buy crosses and you need to get consecrated and you need to get all this shit probably that you can buy from him. And it's at this point. Or his friends. And it's at this point that Tim gets really upset with Father Ashcraft. Mm I am thinking that the thing that pissed Tim off was getting a sales pitch after this exorcism. Really? That is what I think happened here is that is that Tim felt is that Tim who seems to be a religious man was put off by the sales pitch he was getting because I would have been fucking put off by a priest giving me a sales pitch mm-hmm. and then he leaves and they frame this whole thing as Tim is now possessed by the demon who is angry at Father Ashcraft and is like expressing the emotions of that demon who wants Father Ashcraft to leave
1: There's also the possibility that he's just had a really stressful day and kind of yeah. sick of Zach's bullshit yeah. Uh-huh um Now, we did almost miss... uh, There was a growl that (laughs) Tim and Terry apparently heard. And and you could kind of hear it on the audio. Um, And, like... I, I definitely believe that they heard something because they were definitely reacting to something on video. Yes. Whether or not that was a demon growling, who knows?
0: They believe they heard that.
1: Yeah. Apparently, someone farts in this episode, yep. and it's blamed on <laughs> demons.
0: Putrid <laughs> smell—that means demons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Nick Nick pronounces it sulfa.
0: Sulfa. Yeah. Smell a little bit of sulfa.
1: Nick has to be from New York City. Have we heard otherwise? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Oh, we
3: also definitely had some serious type activity. Some what? Zach Zach described this as some serious type activity.
0: Oh, I totally missed that. As opposed to unserious activity, which we usually get.
3: Yeah, not normal type activity. This is serious type activity. Oh, and we had some growling sounds, too, supposedly,
1: during the exorcism.
3: Yeah. I did not think that that sounded like growling.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I Let's thought it see. kind of sounded like a sigh. Yeah. After Tim getting emotionally roused, they they leave the house actually multiple times.
0: Yeah, um, he keeps coming in and going back out. And
1: Zach keeps following them
0: with the camera, which Rory. I would
1: find irritating. Especially if, like, I'm being emotional and need to be emotional and don't want a camera on me. Yeah. So at the end of the evening, Zach gets blessed by ass crack.
0: And and the way he puts his hand on Zach's head so as not to disturb his hair is (laughs) so fucking funny.
3: Just gently, just gent, very gently on the just hair.
0: Just like, like, yeah, just sort of grasps it slightly.
1: <laughs> it reminds me of that part in Young Frankenstein where, uh, I mean, I feel bad because I kind of do this to you, Max, sometimes. But when when Madeline Kahn is saying goodbye to uh, Gene Wilder and she keeps saying, like, the nails, the nails, mm, taffeta, mm-hmm. wrinkle yeah. so easily, I just put my lipstick on it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then, like, also, Zach, what was the thing with Zach and his Dracula ring?
0: He says that the sun is going down, so just like Dracula, it's time to get started or something like that. And he like points that.
1: to this big-ass ring. Giant
0: ring, which I feel like I would have seen before. We can't yeah, see I...
1: Dracula on it, but I'm guessing there must be, like, a an etching of him or something like that. Yeah, it's at least vampire-themed. Yeah. We all know Zach's into vampires. So then so at this, this whole... point, it's time to get balls to the wall,
0: as they said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah. Fucking. So, yeah. So their whole plan of attack here is. And this is a unique lockdown. Remember how I said Zach's like covering his own ass at the expense of everyone else?
1: Yes. This whole
0: lockdown is Zach hanging out in a trailer and sending people in to do stuff.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: At first, he sends Aaron and Nick in to do EVP and he tells them to go balls to the wall, quote, direct from the show with the provoking.
1: Which means make everything worse. I have never
0: watched these guys and thought, wow, they're really going for it with the provoking. It's always so fucking lame. It's always so like, well, yeah, um, we think you're pretty stupid. Um, we've dealt with really tough stuff. We're really tough guys. Aaron, Aaron even says we're tough fucking cookies to this (laughs) fucking ghost. It's like, are you, is this as intense as you can get?
1: Well, Aaron's a cutie butthole idiot. Like, I just
0: feel like balls to the wall, like the phrase balls to the wall. And then Aaron standing around sheepishly (laughs) claiming to be a tough fucking cookie. Like this is not what I would describe.
3: (laughs) And Aaron saying, "Aaron saying, you have permission to scratch me
1: (laughs) 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 to the ghost." I just I just want to see like a one of those in between like reenactments that they put in their show like of just a wall and then somebody you know those oh, you know yeah. those those balls that people <laughs> hang from their vehicles yeah the ball yeah. set
0: truck nuts
1: yeah I just want to see like a, a spooky like frame of a wall and then like a pair of those just smacking against it. <laughs> right after they say balls to the wall (laughs) and maybe a triple replay (laughs) (laughs) and then the words on the screen say balls to the wall
0: So they don't get fucking anything in this lockdown? They don't. This no. is the most, like, fruitless goddamn lockdown ever.
1: Which, if if exorcisms are actually, you know, effective and work... It sounds them, like,
0: yeah, great job.
1: Good job, you just fucked your investigation. But they're also bringing back the spirits. Well, and Zach's, uh, Zach's big, like, argument for why he didn't
3: do much of it tonight like, oh, oh, they'll be expecting me. So we're going to send in Billy instead because they won't be expecting Billy.
0: And also Billy's very innocent. Oh yeah, he
1: said that. And you could just see Billy's face. He was just "Mm, like, what? (laughs) Okay,
0: sure. Billy gets nothing and... It, until he encounters one room, which is scary. Yes. And they frame this scary room as, like, a big source of all of the spooks.
1: Like, all the demons ran into that one room. Or maybe that's, like, a bad room. Maybe it just has bad vibes from whatever might have used to hap- happen in there. But Yeah. Um,
0: Zach comes up to help investigate this room and then sends Billy in alone to it while he stands at the doorway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was re- Max and I were looking at each other when Billy was starting to get scared. Yeah, because we were really hoping for a Billy scream because whenever Billy screams, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh. And it sounds like a Wilhelm scream. It's like, ah. oh, puts yeah. His whole yeah, yeah, body yeah. into it. Yeah, we didn't get one, but maybe soon
0: we'll Someday. be lucky. This is where Zach gets a full spectrum camera photo and claims that it has a demon face. horns. Oh, yeah. And a face.
1: And Billy's like, "Oh yeah, clear as day." No, it's not.
0: It's super not. It's
1: really not. It's really not. Um, and they get yeah, the it, horns like, were the best part of that. Where they
3: they, but I love when <laughs> they have to label it. So like, it's yeah. clear as day of face, but they have to
1: point out like ear, eyes, yeah. horns.
0: <laughs> so clear we have to show you where all the face parts are. And even uh-huh.
1: after they they identified all the parts, I still did not see what they were saying. I didn't like either. I. I think I saw a completely different face than what they were seeing. It's
0: like the old lady and the young lady.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, they hear one EVP they think says Christian. And they're like, is it? Is, is it, it
0: mocking Christians? Is it
1: a Christian ghost or is it mocking us?
0: And it sounds to me like... <clears throat> that's. What, it sounds like a ghost coughing gently or clearing their throat.
1: <laughs> they get like a few noises that sound like what they say. It sounds like uh, somebody trying to open a... Uh, a locked door, a lock? I think. Yeah, a locked door. Other than that, that's
0: it. Like, And by the way, this photo of the ghost, they never show us the photo. They videotape the LCD screen on the camera and present that as evidence.
1: Wait, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? Photo of ghost? You're right.
0: The, with the horns? They don't actually put the, the photo itself on the screen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put
0: an image being captured by a video camera of the full spectrum photo camera's LCD screen on the screen. What? We don't actually see the photo as it was exported from the camera. Oh my god, yeah. that's so dumb.
3: Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that, but you're right. You're totally right. They didn't actually show us the real photo, they just showed us like a video of the photo.
0: Mhm so instead of ending completely unceremoniously as these shows usually do we actually get a 5 week check in with Tim and Terry who are both still really fucked up yeah. Yeah. from this experience and
1: if more and if anything more so uh, apparently Terry is um
0: Terry's having night terrors night
1: terrors and Tim is is still angry and apparently the dogs have started getting angry although to be honest like I'm sure all of you are aware that, like, if you are high stress in your house, it is the animals in your house, the the pets in your house are going to feel it, too. And they will probably kind of mirror your behavior in a way because they'll feel stressed. I mean, and and that's the same thing with humans or other humans. It's
0: a living being that shares your space with you. It's going to pick up on your energy.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying that Tim's not feeling anything. I'm just saying the, the dog thing just might be a reflection of... You know, the environment, but...
0: What's more damning to me is that they're still working with asscrack, with father-jerk asscrack, <laughs> who yeah, is yeah. probably selling them some snake oil and giving them a whole line about... Like, mm-hmm. scaring them, frankly. When probably he's probably sca-
1: the snake. Yeah, exactly. He seems very snake-like. I don't trust him.
0: He's also just so fucking sweaty.
1: He's so sweaty. He's
0: so sweaty.
1: <laughs> I mean... Uh. I He's mean, just a wet boy. I'm I'm a sweaty person. Like I I get sweaty when I I exercise. Like very. This guy much.
0: Wasn't exercising. He was walking around a house.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, overweight people can sweat when they're not
0: doing. I anything. guess you're right.
1: Um. Anyway, so
0: that's that. Case
1: un, unresolved. Uh, yeah. If anything? Zach and the boys made it worse. <laughs> Uh, they should have done the exorcism after the investigation because they always rustle spirits up uh, during investigations. And they were taunting the spirits in the episode. Not like greatly, but there's <laughs> I mean, it was Aaron. It's
0: kind of like uh, you're actually not a big deal from some of the stuff we've had to deal with.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they were very just, clearly they were very clearly like disappointed. That mm-hmm. they had not gotten anything because they kept showing the big red letters,
1: no yeah. EVPs, no scratches. Like yep. oh yeah, and they showed a... Uh, oh yeah, they, they they sent in um Terry's dad at one point.
0: Yeah, he came back in he to came try. Ba-
1: yeah, um as as the canary and um and they when they do that like no EVPs, uh no this, no that, and then they do no scratches, and they show like a video. Footage of a close up of his bare back. <laughs> it was just really weird. He just lifted like, his
0: shirt up for them so they could see.
1: Cool, thanks.
0: Oh boy. Well, Mackenzie, what
3: did you think? That was quite the episode. I mean, it, it was it was both fascinating because of Zach's obsession with demons and the whole exorcism part, and just various aspects of the whole thing. But in in a way, it was also just such a boring episode because the lockdown was so short. And mm-hmm. they didn't get anything out of it. Yeah, but it was yep. hilarious to watch Zach be a total coward in this episode. He just could not bring himself to participate in like any of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was your favorite moment?
3: Oh, I think I think the Jurassic Park esque quote yeah. was probably my <laughs> favorite
1: moment in that in that whole episode. Yeah. What about you, Max? Uh,
0: for me, it was when uh, when Tim was mirroring my upsetness at Father Jack Ashcraft and his uh, nonsense bullshit.
3: Like when Tim's getting getting really upset. Tim Tim, Tim like, walks out of the leave. room and goes, "This is
0: all bullshit."
1: Yeah. Um. I guess I don't know. Balls to the wall.
0: <laughs> balls to the wall. Live your life. Balls to the wall. That's a tip from Ghost from Insanely Haunted.
1: So yeah, I think. It's time to check Twitter.
0: Yeah, so Mackenzie, we do a segment on the show called Tweet Watch, okay. uh, where we pull up Zach Bagans' Twitter account. And we just see what he's up to. Are you browsing it on the Insanely Haunted account? You can find us on Twitter at Haunted Insanely, uh, where we're following Zach Bagans, staying up to date on the latest ghost adventures news.
1: Oh my god!
0: Give us some context before you. <sighs>
2: This
0: place to do this. Yes.
2: Will you be my
0: wife? Yes! yes. Oh my God. Let's clap, everybody! Oh my God. Zach's so jealous. <laughs> Zach's like, God, I wish that were me. Did
1: you hear that, Mackenzie? I heard it, but what was going on? Um, so, <clears throat> there was a proposal at Zach's Honda Museum in Las Vegas. Oh. oh. Well, I'm happy for them, and uh, I just I, I can tell Zach's very jealous.
3: I like Zach in the back. Clap, everybody! Yeah, please
0: clap. <laughs> oh, anything else good in there?
1: Uh, let's see. Oh, we're seeing some uh,
0: some Connect footage here. Connect
1: footage. They use that Connect camera. That oh, Zach's doing a little dance. Okay, um, yeah, you guys should check it out. Um,
0: That's the official Ghost Adventures Twitter account right there. Yeah,
1: let's see.
0: Then somebody submitting ghost evidence from Ghost Adventures that they didn't catch, I guess?
1: (laughs) Yes, let's see. I want to see something that he just... Just thoughts coming out of his brain.
0: He's really promoting his TV shows. Like, that's what it seems to be mostly on his Twitter right now, is promoting his TV shows.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so somebody's tweeting him saying, Zach, for allergies, take six grams of fish oil a day, all at once. I used to be a Benadryl addict. Now I don't take anything for allergies. Try it. I think you'll be surprised. Thumbs up. And Zach replies, never heard of that one, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, let's see. Oh, he's talking about I missed the Vegas snowstorm. I didn't have any allergies at all during the Vegas snowstorm. I think I may move to Antarctica because I'm sure I wouldn't have any allergies there either. My new series Haunted Antarctica coming soon. <laughs> uh Oh, Zach Beggins tweets just be your damn self. Mm, Thank wow. you Zach. Just be your damn self. That is what Zach is. That's true. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's no, very true. no.
1: He modeled himself after Angelus on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I think you're right. I think
3: you're probably right. Yeah, it's
1: mixture of 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 Angelus and Gob from Arrested Development.
3: No, <laughs> so, I Job. mean, I don't know. Is he trying to be Angelus or is he trying to be
1: Spike? Hmm. 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 That's a really good question. Good question. Maybe it's a, a blending of the two.
0: He just likes the bad boys, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he desperately wants to be one.
0: Anyway, that's about it for us today. Uh, Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank
1: you.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Do you have any other ongoing projects that our listeners can find if they're interested? Um,
3: I don't. I don't have very much in the way of... Uh, An online presence. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Well, you can find us, like I already mentioned, at Haunted Insanely on Twitter. Uh, You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash insanelyhaunted. I'd like to say a big thank you to the Scavengers Network for allowing us into their uh, open and waiting arms. Mm -hmm. As the new members of the podcasting family, you can support them on uh, Patreon as well. Additionally, I'd like to thank Leandra, who made the art for our show. Thanks Thanks for for the hand.
1: hand. And a reminder to please support your state and national parks. Mackenzie, do you have a favorite national park? Uh, I am very, very fond
3: of uh, Glacier National Park. Um, But I will go ahead and say that and I haven't had an opportunity to visit it because it opened since the last time I've been there but Indiana has a new national park yes
0: wow yeah. Indiana
3: dunes Indiana dunes which is really really cool so I highly suggest anybody who's in the area to go check that one out
0: mm-hmm.
1: there are real sand dunes in Indiana right it's along the cool. mission Mich- uh, is it the mission Mich- no which which river or lake it sorry which lake is it uh let's see we can find but- out.
3: Lake Michigan, maybe? Yeah, it's near Chicago, so it's probably.
0: All right, so West Coast folks, if you're on your way over to the Sedamsville Rectory, you can stop at the Indiana Dunes State Park.
1: National Park. National
0: Park, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and
1: yeah. there's also Mammoth Caves in Kentucky, which is really cool. It's the largest cave system in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: Mammoth Caves is definitely one of my favorite places to go, also. I, I've yeah. been there several times, went there pretty recently. Great place to visit. Yeah. our National Parks.
1: Yeah. Anything else? Smoky Mountain National Park. Sorry, I just had to throw that one in there. And Shenandoah <laughs> National Park. Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> well, we're so glad you were able to join us for this episode of Insanely Horned. And I hope you'll come back again next week. If you're able to rate the podcast within the podcast app that you use, I think we're a five-star podcast. You can go ahead and tell us what you think. Otherwise, we'll see you again next time. And as always, my name is Max. I'm
3: Cassie. And I was Mackenzie.
0: And you just heard... A, a Class A, a EVP. E-V-P. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
2: Community-focused.
0: <laughs> treasured content. 1965, Swampskit Massachusetts. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. That's Cat and Randall. They're from Texas.
1: Um,
3: hi, Mary Sue.
0: Garrett has a thing for Mary Sue. It's Mary. Mary does not have a thing for Garrett. In fact, Mary has a thing, a very secret thing. For Walter Green,
2: uh, of course she does.
0: So does Meg. But none of that matters because Walter Green is missing. What well, well, You had me. He's missing, and you're all suspects, sir. I believe suspects. you're mistaken. On what grounds?
2: I'd like to see your badge, please. Cousin cusshole.
0: It's possible Officer Ross isn't looking in the right place because Walter, well, he disappeared near the woods, and that group that lives in the woods—they're different. Hello. Tell them what you told me. Um, I'm a witch. It's Kids on Bikes, available wherever you get your podcasts.